0: It's the hour! I'm Jeff. And I've got the wine sweats. <laughs> On today's show, Japanese gives roller coaster the silent treatment. They know what they did.
1: Tuxedo wearing shit rockets finally calculated. I'm so glad uh, that I have my TI-85.
0: They arrested that Nigerian prince. I hope I still get my sum of 85 M USD. Russians worried
1: ice cream will make some dude want to butter their pecans.
0: And President Jair Bolsonaro, avid COVID denier, has tested positive for COVID. I didn't realize Job Rule was still making music. Well, I heard he took hydroxychloroquine, so I wonder if he's going to inject bleach next.
1: Some members of the media are suing because he took off his mask in front of them. He's like the Harvey
0: Weinstein of COVID. Ugh. You know, I wonder if he's destroying his body, or if it's destroying his body, like he's destroying the Amazon. I hope it's destroying his body. A little slash and burn going on there.
1: <laughs> so, of course, everyone's like, he doesn't really have COVID. He's just doing it as a, you know, as an operation to shield something else. I don't know. I just broke right into the mic. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm good. I was
0: deep in thought. Uh, well... All right, something that doesn't happen much in America. And, oh, bazinga, oh.
1: <laughs> bazinga!
0: <laughs> I'm having a, a few days here. Just
1: I saw a tweet today that said, uh, um, "Please don't get rid of birth control. The last thing the world needs is more Americans."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is accurate. So I'm using a new mic. I think I mentioned this last week. It's a new setup, yep. and it's sounds it's, good. It, does it sound good to you? That's good. I haven't weird. listened to last
0: week's episode yet, so I don't know how it comes off in the final recording because sometimes I feel like it sounds different in my headphones than it right. does when we upload it. Mine, but... too.
1: Yeah. It's crazy how different it sounds like on the phone compared to, you know, through my headphones on this. But oh my gosh,
0: we're on the phone all night.
1: Oh my God. So it's so
0: bad. Like Becky picks up the phone and knocks me offline. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Becky!
1: I, um, So it only took us 101 episodes to perfect the last mic before it broke, so it's all good.
0: (laughs) It's all good. We'll get there there someday. Before 200. (laughs) Well, we got, uh, what, 97 more to go, so we can get that going? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It'll be good. (laughs) Calm down there, Mickey. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a mic. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right.
1: That one wasn't as good. (laughs) So, how was your week? Well, I got back from uh, Alexandria, Virginia, mm. and it was good. It was good. It was nice. Uh, it was a nice trip. We stayed inside mostly because uh, not only you know COVID, but also it was hot as fuck down there.
0: That's Virginia. It's like a little like hot and humid.
1: Yeah, I didn't really. Well, North Virginia. I expected like South Virginia to be hot. I expected West Virginia to be ridiculous. And by mm. the way, while I was yep. Driving through West Virginia, I stopped at one of the rest stops. I realized I'm a West Virginia 8. Like, I'm way up there
0: <laughs> compared to these other
1: dudes from West Virginia.
0: Uh, well, I mean, Steve Buscemi is like a West Virginia 7. so you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in good company. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but other than that, you know, just been uh, back chilling at home. Apparently, uh, I'll be working from home until January now, if I still have oh. a job. So that's good. And, interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah,
0: I That's... have no idea what the fall is going to be like. It was great. We got uh, an, a text today. It was like, check your email for information on school startup. Oh, my God. So Don't like,
1: text me and tell me to check my email.
0: So I checked my email, <laughs> and I get to the email, and the email is like the vaguest fucking thing I've ever heard. Sure. Like, why did, why did you tell me to check my email to tell me this? Basically, it was like, we're using the governor's information as our guidelines but we understand things could change and i'm like obviously of course we've known that for ages we've known that since like march so cool thanks for the info
1: right i um uh oh so i mentioned last week that i might start playing hockey early this early this Mm. month Uh um uh it got pushed back to the end of july and Ah. uh it If the governor says no, then we can't play honky, and I'm completely okay with it, because I rely
0: on the experts to tell me what Mm -hmm. I should do. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, I feel like we're getting another lockdown in not too long. It seems like it's coming. The cases are starting to spike
1: again. People are outside.
0: And I guess from following her on social media, it sounds like she's, Hasn't done it yet, but if hospitaliz- hospitalizations go up, that's going to be the trigger. Yeah, like right now, cases have gone up, but hospitalizations have not. Uh, right. But apparently, that's kind of a lagging indicator. That happens after the spikes start happening. Then you start getting the hospitalizations because people like waited out a bit and they're like, "Nope, I need to go in." Yeah. So I I feel like it's coming. So on the way back from
1: Alexandria, I stopped in Lebanon. Where my mm. dad lives in Ohio, and I spent, um, and like I don't know, a day and a half with him. And we decided we were going to go out to, um, like, there was this indoor antiques market. It was very, yeah. it's very hot, of course, everywhere. Um yeah. and So we went into this antiques market, both wearing our masks, mm. and I would say, ten percent of the people that were in there were wearing masks.
0: I mean, you're at a t- an a- antiques market. That's basically like a flea market, right? Yeah. Yes. Like going to Gibraltar, right? (laughs) Back when
1: in the days of Gibraltar. Yeah, yeah. But less guns and knives. (laughs) But still, so it was nice. Like I came across the booth that was like a lot of Trump stuff, Mm. um but it was like used Trump stuff.
0: Oh, gross! (laughs) I know. So it was was like it was like things that were all stretched out and had tons of (laughs) sweat stains. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So I assume it's like the elders that have died and they give their Trump stuff or like non-supporters give their Trump stuff away. And this whole booth had like, and there was, there wasn't like somebody in the booth who was just, you know, whatever. But it was funny to see like all that used Trump stuff for sale. Like, yeah, hopefully those are um, people that are converting. (laughs)
0: uh, It makes me think of my sister. Um, My, my father went to visit her uh, a while back. My, my older sister. Not oh, older than me, but the older of the two. The one in, Virginia? in West Virginia. West. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: West Virginia.
0: She was in Virginia, and then she moved to West Virginia, and she's been there for many years now. Um, but he came to visit her. We we haven't had much contact, uh, the parent. Uh, and he Apparently. Brought, <laughs> he, he brought my nephew a book by, like, Glenn Beck or something. And oh, she was like, gosh. well, you can take that book right the fuck back. Glenn Beck. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! Jesus Christ is right. So weird thing. <laughs> we just we just paused for a second, and uh, uh-huh. my daughter's here, and she needed something, and I went into her bedroom, and it smells like meat in there. Ooh! It smells like, like like a cooking hamburger. Really? With cheese on it.
0: Ooh! that's weird we don't
1: have meat in the house like it's she, not that
0: is she, is she a bit sweaty are these
1: like meat sweats <laughs> i don't know she hasn't Smells eaten a... meat. like we don't really like it's not that i'm like anti-meat or anything but we just don't eat a ton of meat here and so i don't know where it's coming from mm, she asked it... me if i farted in there and i was like no babe i haven't been in here it's all it's been all
0: you did you fart in here what's she eating now she's like no nah, i don't know so i did a weird thing and i bought some bologna the other day <laughs> that is weird <laughs> Right? I had like a nostalgic craving for like a bologna and mustard and American cheese single craft single sandwich.
1: It surprises me that you bought regular bologna and not the stuff from the the deli.
0: I'm not going to go to the deli counter. One, there's a line. And two, no. (laughs) And two, I'd have to ask for bologna out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) You know, I feel like the last time I went to a deli counter, they had like the olive loaf. And I was like,
1: oh.
0: who the fuck eats this?"
1: I, old people. It's got to be old people. It's Crazy. That's that's the only place where you can get white American cheese at Kroger, as at the deli counter.
0: You know, if it makes you feel better, the the mustard that I used on my bologna sandwich was like the whole grain, fancy mustard. It does not
1: make me feel better.
0: It wasn't it better. Wasn't I mean, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't fringe, Though I will say, I did have a Fringes. I've got like eight mustards in my.
1: Here's what is required from a bologna sandwich. You got your white bread, wonder bread. I had wheat because that's what... whatever's cheaper. Yeah, you did it wrong. I'm sorry. White bread, bologna, American cheese, yellow mustard.
0: That's all you need. Right. And so I had like the whole grain fancy mustard.
1: Well, you did it too fancy.
0: I did. It's uh, a fancy
1: bologna. (laughs) Yes, I'm eating a bologna.
0: You know, I had a friend at my my sister also used to take a piece of bologna and put it in the microwave for like 20 seconds (laughs) and they cook it into. And so they put it in like a little bowl so that it was like sitting up and there was like air underneath, Uh but then it would like fall and turn into like a little like crisp cup of bologna. They'd eat that. And I remember being, I don't know, nine or whatever, being like, you're going to get like cancer or something from eating that. It's ridiculous. Right. Can we get cancer from microwaves? I don't think anyone ever figured that out. Not from microwaves, but from microwaving bologna, <laughs> probably. Right. My uh, stepdad, this is very
1: few positive memories for him. He used to make what he called Pac Man sandwiches. So you take a piece of bologna and he'd cut like a little thing in it, like halfway through it. And he would put it on, like, he would fry it. And as it was frying, it would, like, shrink, you know? But it Uh, would open up into the shape like Pac-Man. Interesting. And then we'd put mustard on it like Pac-Man, and we'd eat that. It was very good. So anyway, Jason,
0: Uh how was your week? Well, Well, uh, we started a home improvement project. Excellent. Where we... We've been. T- we have one bathroom in our house that is linoleum. Every other bathroom is tiled.
1: Even, the whole even, thing is
0: linoleum. The whole. Well, n- not the walls.
1: Hey, I have to ask. Okay. We were talking uh, about microwaving baloney.
0: This is true. <laughs> uh, like even the basement bathroom, which possibly is the nicest bathroom in the house, which is a little absurd because we never use it. Yeah, uh, is like nicely tiled.
1: The basement one. bathroom, though, I feel like you could take risks on. I think a lot of people take risks on basement bathrooms. They, I mean, they was... do, like, their, like, oh, I've always wanted a bathroom covered in, like, dolphins. Like, wads and wads <laughs> of dolphins. And they put that in the basement so no one sees it.
0: It's funny you should say that because my Facebook memory from, like, 12 years ago yesterday was we went into this, um, like, shop that does faucets and things Mm -hmm. and i took a picture of this faucet where the faucet was shaped like a dolphin (laughs) and the water came out the dolphin's mouth (laughs) and i'm pretty sure like the handles were like fin shaped (laughs) so that's what i was just looking at on facebook somebody's got
1: that in their basement bathroom somewhere in southeast michigan multiple
0: people have that in their upstairs bathroom
1: right well yeah is my guess so your downstairs bathroom, someone was like, I really like that whole, like, Spanish tile thing, and we're going to go all out, because it's only seven square feet, so it's not <laughs> going to cost that much, but we're doing it.
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, the rest of the the basement is tiled in that, like, terracotta tile, yeah, and so it does, like, blend together well. Sure, sure. Uh, so the upstairs bathroom that, you know, my daughter uses and the other bedrooms use, uh, Is linoleum. So we decided, all right, we're going to redo the floor. Uh, And so we pulled out the vanity. We pulled out the toilet. So
1: Uh, you didn't have to pull out the vanity necessarily to do the floor.
0: Yes, but it would have possibly led to more cuts that way. Okay, okay. And so it seemed easier to just pull it out. And, like, I was reading some things. They're like, if you're going to do it, Pulling it out is probably the easiest way to do it. That's uh, true. Because, that so I was like, I, I'm more about easy. So Although we,
1: I, it is very difficult to pull out.
0: It, <laughs> you're just so excited.
1: It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely easier and more fun to leave it in.
0: <laughs> so so we pulled that. We pulled everything out of the bathroom, and we've got our house. For whatever reason, they decided all the toilets and sinks and everything are almond-colored. Almond, yeah. And I don't like almond color.
1: So, white has been a color for a long time. Obviously, (laughs) white is superior than any other color, right?
0: Whoa, whoa. Calm down, Donald.
1: (laughs) No, but like, okay, so uh, in the, like, say, if you have a a toy... Fixtures? Fixtures from the 1920s. They were all white. They were all white porcelain, Right. So, when yeah. did we convert to these ridiculous-ass colored, like, 70s, 80s, like, blue toilets and almond and cream? Dark brown. And-
0: yeah. yeah. Someone was like, I want color. Uh, but I feel that's the way, w- the design we are going for. So, we put down tile that looks like dark hardwood.
1: Of course, yeah. That, that's and the it, best, looks, that's it looks the best really kind. nice. It's ceramic but tile
0: it, you got in there? Yeah. And... Yeah. Actually, it's porcelain tile. Well, I don't excuse know if that's me. Different. I I I know there's I don't ceramic know the porcelain. I didn't know. Okay, so yes, it's a ceramic porcelain tile that looks like hardwood and it feels like hard like scraped hardwood. So it's not like flat and it's got a little bit of texture to it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't look great with almond. No. So. <laughs> We pull everything out, and then we've got this big fucking almond tub shower insert thing, which is damaged, by the way. When we bought the house, there's like a big – like someone hit the side of the tub, and so it's like cracked, and like there's oh. like a, a little square that's like popped out right near the, like the top middle of the tub. And so I've always hated it. Right. And I was like, you know, we've got it out. We might as well pull the tub out too.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I was like, what we do? So much work. I was, like, I was <laughs> like, well, I mean, it seems like the best thing to do would be put in a tub and then tile the walls. So you'd have a nice tiled surround. Right. I 100% she's like, that, agree. That's, she's like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know. We've done wall tile before and it didn't go great, but we've learned a lot since then. So mm-hmm. I'm a little more confident in our skills. And, and before, it, when we did it, we had one bathroom. And so the shower not being usable for a long time was a problem. In this case, we've got other bathrooms we can use. We can take as much time as we need. So we decided to pull the tub out. So we ripped out the tub. Uh, We put the tile in. We bought a new tub. The tub is in. The tile's in. We haven't grouted the tile yet because— You put the tile on
1: the walls or like on the surround already? Not yet. So we've
0: got the tub in. We've got the floor tile in. Mm. Uh, the next thing to do is we're going to grout. Once the grout is done, we're going to put the drywall or the wall around the tub, uh, which will then allow us to then put the tile up around the tub. You're using the, the in. What are you
1: using, the uh, the green drywall stuff? or are you using like cement board? Like, what are you doing? Yeah,
0: so we got the green drywall, but then there's this— um, The people need to know what yeah. you're using here. They're so important. Uh, yeah. So we bought uh, the company's called Schuler, I believe. And mm-hmm. they have the system called like for the floor. It's like DITRA or something like that. It's like a plastic. You roll it out instead of concrete board, like uh cement board. It's like a plastic rolled board that you put down. And it like creates a waterproof seal. It's kind oh, of like the new yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, it's a bit pricey. Well, but it, it is, it's easier to cut. It's not necessarily easier to put down.
1: It's better I, than I, more holes in your uh, kitchen ceiling. I'll give you that.
0: And this is true. And so <laughs> for did we talk about my toilet leaking and leading to a hole in my kitchen ceiling? We, we did, yeah. Okay, all right, just making sure. You have uh, to so go, did...
1: for our listeners, you have to go to past episodes to listen to that, but it's, I don't know, episode 90, whatever. I don't give a shit.
0: Uh, so we did that for the floor. <laughs> And so we're thinking we're going to do the same thing for the wall is we're going to get some more of this, uh, Shuler plastic waterproof thing sure, uh, sure. to do the wall. Um, the other thing I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try and build my own vanity.
1: Oh, so you're going to build like, like cabinet stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I am. I, uh, I oh, that's so scary. It's, it is a little scary, but here's what I figured: a, a vanity for the like what we're looking for is anywhere from like 600 to like 1200 dollars. Oh, which
1: is I forget, y'all are bougie.
0: A, no, no, no. Even if you get like a cheap one in the size that we need, that is like the price range. It's absurd. Yeah. Well, you don't so,
1: need one that big. I I would buy the sixty dollar one from Home Depot. That's
0: what I would enough. do.
1: It wouldn't be big enough. That's what we she need- said. But I was still.
0: So here's the thing: we got a we've got a, a a mirror on the wall, that if we get the sixty dollar one, it's gonna hang out past the. It's gonna be ridiculous. Replace the mirror. Put a cat litter box in there. Come on, man. What do you? That's, that's then you've got way too much space. What are you doing with all that extra space? It's it anyway, uh. So <laughs>
1: before before we started recording, we we started like quibbling a little bit, and I was like, oh, I'm ready to start recording and argue with
0: you for an hour. <laughs> so. My wife and I, we made a bookcase a few years back. We I, there's yeah, this site I that is yeah it, you've seen it many times. It's in the the place where we record. It's very nice. It's a it looks like a nice bookcase. Yeah, a cabinet is just a fucking box with doors. I can yeah. build a box. And so I found some the same person who do, did the cabinet or the bookshelf design has cabinet designs. Oh. And basically, this person takes like Pottery barn stuff and creates designs oh, so that it yeah. looks like yeah. And so basically the the wood that I need to build this thing cost me about ninety dollars for for a vanity that, if I bought it was like a thousand
1: from so, Pottery barn.
0: no, no, from Lowe's.
1: oh shit.
0: Yeah, so my feeling is if I spend $90 and it doesn't work out, I'm not really out that much money. Yeah, but how much is your time worth?
1: I, a lot less fucking, than $1,000. It's, <laughs> it's fucking COVID. I've got <laughs> infinite time. That's what I'm saying. Like, So like, you should leave leave cabinet building to the Amish because they have a lot of time on their hands, but apparently so do we. So, you
0: know, I mean, like I said, it's it's a fucking box with doors. Yeah. And and I found a place online that, like, if I make the box and it looks good, but the doors are shit, I can just buy doors. for not that much money. So I could probably get out for maybe two hundred bucks on this thing if I do it myself. Yeah. And so I'm going to give it a try. We're going to see how it goes. If it sucks, I'll throw it out, recycle the wood, burn the wood. I don't fucking care. But it seems like a better idea than shelling out a thousand dollars for like a particle board piece of shit that is overpriced and i don't like getting fucked over no one does and and buying a one thousand dollar vanity made of particle board is getting fucked over
1: (laughs) that's true
0: (laughs) so especially when i know that i can build the thing for like 90 bucks right right i mean i haven't bought the screws yet but even if you give it a try so exactly yeah
1: plus you got the hinges and the hardware and stuff and like you guys
0: know yeah, yeah. how to stain but i'm not uh, but i'm not buying stuff. we're not even going to stain it we're going to paint it because it's a bathroom vanity. it's going to be white yeah so, oh yeah okay yeah so it's not even like like if we are staining it i'd probably be a little more concerned but what but about... because the the floors are so dark i can't have like a, a dark vanity too so we need a white vanity and so we're just going to we, we we have a sprayer, we're going to spray the fucking thing, make it look real nice and we'll see how it goes. So I got to say, uh-huh.
1: Your wife sent me pictures of the whole thing and then to the, she most uh-huh. of my Instagram too. I was yeah. was pretty sure that you had bought a blue bathtub.
0: Oh yeah, cuz it's got the protective uh plastic sheeting over it. Yeah,
1: and it was the same color <laughs> as the blue that was already in the bathroom. So I
0: was like, "Oh, okay." Like I wasn't going to say oh, anything, no, but I was like, no. "That's an
1: interesting choice." <laughs>
0: You know, so many people saw those pictures and commented like, "Wait, did you get a blue bathtub?" Oh, really? <laughs>
1: like, I a few of them were like
0: a few were like, "I'm a little disappointed that I realize it's not a blue bathtub." And I yeah. was like, okay, bad taste." I only but... realized
1: it in the second picture when the thing had been peeled back for the uh, for the uh, tile
0: so basically we still have to get the tile to figure out that we're going to buy a new toilet i got to build the thing uh so we got some work still to do but it already looks better than it did before oh yeah definitely tile down it looks so good i'm very happy we haven't done much this week so last week my wife was off work and so we had a lot of time to work on it and this week she's back to work so it's you know it's going slower but we've got plenty of other bathrooms to use so it's not a big deal yeah Uh, but that was like the biggest thing we did over the week today i've I'm getting like a a corona, like flashback. I guess I feel like the lockdown is coming back. I feel like we're sliding back into that situation. Yeah,
1: there's no doubt. And
0: and I'm a person who's like generally okay with staying home. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, it, it doesn't bother me that much, but it it still affects me, and it's starting to build.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. and so
0: like I'm finding smaller outlets to like try because I can't go anywhere. We're not doing a vacation this year, which is like one of the things I look forward to every year we do. We do something new. It's, you know, I set goals for the year. One of my goals is like doing new things. Sure. Sure. And a lot of the times I meet that goal by going new places and seeing new things. And that's not something that I'm going to be able to do this year. Uh, so today I, I, i found this place like it was advertising on fucking facebook which usually i'm like fuck advertisements i don't care but it was this thing for it was like you'll never go back to generic red pepper flakes and i was like okay (laughs) you've you've caught my attention (laughs) and so it's whatever (laughs) whatever whatever
1: uh information they collected from you from facebook or google or whatever <laughs> i
0: don't know what they were listening to but
1: 100 accurate
0: <laughs> oh it totally it totally worked because first of all i love red pepper flakes yeah they're good I, and my favorite thing is like a brand new container that like it's fresh and you mm. open it up and it's extra hot uh, and so this company makes pepper flakes but they make different varieties And so I decided I I bought a sampler where they're going to send me, I think, seven different varieties. Uh, They've got, like, a a barbecue rub spice special where it's, like, certain peppers that they turn into pepper flakes. And then they've got, like, their, you know, spicy. And then they have one that's called I Can't Feel My Face, (laughs) which I'm very excited about. Oh, yeah? So I was interested. They had, like, a three-pack. And you can add on the I can't feel my face. But the, if you add it on, it's like $20 extra just for that oh. one. And I was like, I'm not paying $20 fucking for one, like, 1. 1.8 ounce thing of, like, I can't feel my face. Right. Which you, you could
1: drink $20 worth of wine and get the same effect.
0: Exactly. Uh, you know, a few shots of vodka will do that. Tonight. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, And so if you order the like sampler where they send you one of each style, it comes down to a reasonable price per bottle. And so I did that. So those are coming in the mail. I'm very excited. I sent you a thing earlier about there's this thing that's like it's called like I think Tokyo Treat or something like that where it's like a subscription thing. And every month they send you different snacks from Japan. So you're essentially
1: traveling the world from home then
0: kind of like i haven't yeah. done it yet but i'm really looking at it and there's a different company there's a few different companies that do this kind of thing where they will send you every month a box of treats from different countries so like they'll do like thailand or israel or japan or england or spain yeah and so every month you get a different country's snacks uh, and so i'm like considering that one as well to i gotta tell you just got Things out. I eh, anyway. I love snacks. I I like snacks. That's too. actually
1: really a good idea. Yeah, you like. I you had to an try idea.
0: What? You get to try things from other countries. Yeah, I had an idea uh,
1: for TV shows. Okay, so you know how like the scent memory is like the the um what do you call it? The best memory.
0: <laughs> set memory. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's like
1: it, the scent memory is the strongest of the memories when you smell something it like takes oh, you back right
0: sorry you i thought you said set like no. s-e-t you said S-C-N-T. scent. Yes, no, yeah oh E-N-T. absolutely yeah there's certain smells that i will i smell it and i'm instantly like 30 years ago yeah, like, yeah. i could i can see the place i know exactly where i am who was talking to me like it hits you hard.
1: Yeah, so I was watching a show called Castle Rock, which is amazing, uh-huh. with some friends, uh, you know, last week in, in Virginia, and mm-hmm. uh, I I thought, oh my gosh, what if, what if you could order like a scent that went with a specific show, and Ooh. it would be incense, or it would be like essential oil mix or something like that, uh-huh. that when you start watching the show, you burn that incense or you burn that candle. And then it smells like that show. And so every time you Ooh. smell something similar, you'll think of that show.
0: I, I've, I'm i going to take that idea, and I'm going to tweak it just a little bit. Okay,
1: do it. Do it to me.
0: And, because this could be a, a thousand-air idea. We could be eccentric <laughs> thousand-airs with this We idea. could, and
1: we're documenting it, it right now on our podcast. It, it we, is, we, and we giving it away for it
0: everyone to hear. On July 9th, yeah. Uh, so special sense that you buy for special events in your life. Mm-hmm. Like the day your kid is born, or the day you proposed, or your wedding day, or your graduation day, or like all these different events where like you have a specific scent that maybe you don't always smell, so that it will link those smells into your brain and help you remember the event.
1: I like it. And then when you want to remember it, let's say you're going through your old wedding mm-hmm. album, um, and you, know, you have to like block block the tears from uh-huh. know, messing up all the, the the uh photos you could uh-huh. you could call it play that scent you could like play that scent Ooh. and then
0: or what and and what if you can add on to it like you for an extra five dollars or whatever you add a subscription so that like on your 10-year anniversary it'll automatically send you oh, one yeah. of those incidents so that it's like there available for you to like do and you'd be like, oh, I smell it every. Oh, it's my reception. That's what the and... fuck
1: I'm talking about? Because they like uh, people have been talking about like vision for a long uh-huh. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's no reason why with with as as cheap as shipping is now, there's no reason why that Hulu or Netflix or whatever couldn't say if you want this scent sent to you mm-hmm. while you're watching Black Mirror this episode, go ahead and and tell us, and we'll send it to <laughs> we'll, you. Be there we'll send you days. something
0: that smells like you're uncomfortable. Exactly. Or, it it will send be, you something
1: wholesome, like cookies baking, or something. It might be an uncomfortable smell, though. Yeah. Like if like you're watching something skunk. like Castle Rock, it might be uh, like rotting dog or something, sure. <laughs> you know? But like you, you, gosh, because because Castle Rock has that um, that atmosphere. I also watched uh, the newer It movie, which was fantastic, by the way, for a scary movie. Um if you have that 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 sort of like gross kind of scent going on in mm. that atmosphere it would maybe be... like a
0: a scent that's like it's like a house that's like musty yeah or like a abandoned house smell or right. you know where water's gotten in there's like you can smell the mildew and mold in the just
1: a little mildewy moldy maybe there's a little waft of like somebody's cologne or something you know it
0: smells a bit like a storm drain like yeah. water but also like
1: yeah i was thinking earlier today i would love because we can't go out there right now i would love the diner smell the the morning Ooh. Yeah, breakfast diner smell. You got your bacon, you got your bacon coffee, coffee, uh, syrup, maybe mm-hmm. some eggs cooking. Maybe the waft maybe a- of like uh, some like sassy old lady's perfume. You know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah like buddy. it, buddy. Well, if you are a venture capitalist who like this idea, <laughs> uh, send us an email at thehourpod at gmail or like us on Facebook
1: at facebook.com dot slash thehourpod, and we have posted a video. And by Ooh, we, we yeah. I mean Jason, has posted huh. a video based on one of the stories that we're yep. talking so about go, today. Go and take a look. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Do it.
0: Or, or you can tweet us at the hour pod.
1: And I've fallen off Instagram.
0: Oh, <laughs> your Instagram's good. I enjoy your Instagram. I'm,
1: I mean, I'm still kind of in it, but like, gosh, the whole like George Floyd was murdered and then like there's protests and they're still I feel happening like that it just happened after you joined or before you joined Instagram It didn't it time is all fucked up do you, do you remember the Tiger King era of lockdown I I do I still haven't watched Tiger King and I still don't care but you remember the era like that was oh, yeah after we got locked down that seems like a decade ago
0: I mean, it was also during the era when people were actually trying to, like, do Zoom meetings with their friends, and that also has kind of stopped. It's petered off. It has. and so it's sorry just, about Peter, but he's petering it's, off. It's just me in my house, lonely. With your Peter.
1: <laughs> but anyway, my Instagram is relevant 2 username. At gmail.com. Wrong. Oh, sorry. How does Instagram work? It's a series of vacuum tubes and um, bulbs. The internet is a series of tubes. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's getting a little, uh, little stormy out right now.
0: Is it? Just a bit. I'm in a, I'm in a basement. I have my Bose sound canceling headphones on. Yeah. All I can hear is you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm in
1: a, a first floor apartment, and my daughter was crying. Uh, so I went and consulted her. And my dog is currently vibrating. Oh. <laughs> because apparently uh, I, she saw... She, she used to get scared when like the police or fire department would drive by because their lights were flashing uh, well, back at the old place. But we don't have to worry about that anymore.
0: I will say the ladies love a vibrating dog. <laughs> Gross. Get your boat.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so our first story... <laughs> I love. (laughs) Indeed. I absolutely love it because of the... Okay, so amusement parks in Japan are beginning the process of reopening, which is, Hmm. you know, let Japan can do what they want to do. Like, obviously, America is the last. I
0: mean, Disney is opening next week, I believe. Right. With social distancing
1: and with masks and stuff, I get uh, it. uh, Yeah, it's still not ideal. It's still insane.
0: I mean, I guess if they have enough, like... They limit the number of people in, maybe,
1: and they do. They will be doing that when I was in Ohio. The amusement park that I amusement park that I would always go to as a kid is called Kings Island, uh, mm. which is in Kings Mill, Ohio. And uh, so, apparently, they have a 30,000 person capacity, but they're only letting 10,000 people in, and it has right, so to only, be only a third, yeah, and it has to be by appointment. You have to make an appointment. <laughs> Like a I reservation mean, to go in.
0: So I think Disney's doing the same thing. Like the people who had previous reservations at Disney are getting a crack at coming, and right. they're only letting so many people. Whatever. But like, which I also not, I had I had a is, lot of
1: reservations about going to Disney as well. Who so I who understand.
0: is who is going? Like, I'm not. Fu- I love Disney. I'm not fucking going to Disney right now. There
1: are, there are people going.
0: Like. Like, we had wanted to go with, like, the whole family next year. Yeah. And and I'm like, no, nope, that's probably not going to happen either. Right. Uh, I, I can't see, depending on how the election goes, next no. year still being a safe time to go to Disney World. <laughs> right. Like, in the bestest case scenario, maybe, but that's that's even a stretch. And in the more likely case scenario, like, I plan on being in my house for the next four years because— <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Unless right. I'm a fucking Canada, which seems like a really good idea at this point. Let me ask you this: before we dive into this,
1: well, I think maybe Finland for me. But before we dive into the story, would you uh, be one of the people that they're te- that they are uh, trying out a vaccine on? Like would, would I you be? Sub- a- yeah, anything? would you submit yourself for that? No. Why not?
0: Because I don't want to be tested on. Because your life is valuable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm sure there's people out there who are fine with that kind of thing. I am not one of them. Right. So I've... I Like, liked... if they come up with a safe vaccine, definitely I will take it. Yeah. But until they do, no thank you. I'm not going to let you test your chemicals on me, friend.
1: What are you, an anti-vaxxer?
0: Absolutely not. I think anti-vaxxers should not be allowed. Right. So... I think... Yeah.
1: I... So I
0: don't think
1: i would and the reason behind why i don't think i would is because they need a control group so you might be the one that gets the um the fake one yeah and then gets the real covid yeah because they're no, thanks. they're telling no, thanks. people like if you get this vaccine you should go out in public without a mask on and you should stop yeah. taking the precautions
0: Pass. so you have
1: more of a chance to get it yeah i'm good and that I is why wanna...
0: i'm not going to do it like right. i am an avid mask wearer I don't go anywhere without a mask. And like that, that's just not something I'm going to do. Right. So, okay.
1: So, these amusement parks in Japan are beginning the process of reopening. However, they are urging visitors not to scream on the roller coasters to help avoid the spread of COVID 19. (laughs) So, it's just like a bunch of mimes on a roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah. You can't scream, but you can go, uh,
0: like that. Well, if you have your mask on, you're just going ah. Uh, <laughs> you're going. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, or, to dim- according to the
1: conservatives, you're not able to breathe at all.
0: Yeah, and not at all. It's the mask is killing people.
1: Which is why all these surgeons are dying in like in the I middle know, of these eight-hour surgeries.
0: All the time, they just the drop time. fucking dead <laughs> with like a live heart beating in their hand. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard. Like, fuck off. You yeah. got motherfuckers we know they're like they're like i have fucking asthma i can't breathe without then stay the fuck home or you're <laughs> gonna get COVID and die i guess either way you're not my problem anymore <laughs> i yes. cannot even like anyway to demonstrate two executives from the FuchQ highland roller coaster or er, amusement park released a video of them stoically riding the park's Fujiyama roller coaster in complete silence. So, this is the video that you have posted on Facebook. I, I have posted on Facebook.
1: Amazing. One of the guys is wearing <laughs> a bow tie. The other guy is in a full suit and tie.
0: A full suit. With like, their masks on. And neither their bow ties, regular ties, or hair move in the slightest. <laughs> like, they have definitely pinned it down. They, even every single hair on their head, has complete control over their movements. Right, which is the, the most Japanese thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, the video ends with a message to would be roller coaster riders saying, please scream inside your heart. I've been doing that for decades. I mean, my inside scream every time I check the
1: news. So is that the same? <laughs> my inside scream every time I eat Chipotle. <laughs> they scream with joy when
0: actually,
1: i <laughs> it's not it's not chipotle actually it's it's subway always gives me the shits
0: really i could
1: shit through a screen door without touching a wire <laughs> <laughs> uh what are you getting are you getting like the meatball sub what the fuck like, no i'm just getting a cold cut or at any sev any number of subs that i get there what? that's that's the really? cold cut or the the Italian the the BMT. Do, I've had a do, meatball sub.
0: Do you get the same problem if you go to like uh, Jimmy John's or no, the I do not. It's just
1: Subway. It's just Subway. So here's here's what Something I maybe think private, it is. I, I think maybe I don't get lettuce because mm-hmm. I think lettuce is dumb. <laughs> so I get uh, spinach on it instead, and well. I think the spinach sits there for a while. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Uh, Cause get no one else would get spinach. Yeah. Well get the lettuce. No, I'll just not get anything. Cause I don't like lettuce. I'll just get tomatoes. And you know, as I get older, this is an, this is an aside. As I get older, I start to appreciate things like pickles and onions and mustard. And
0: I, I, th- I will. I, I have similar thing. Like I will, I enjoy a good pickle now and then. Yeah. And I think like, it's because
1: what? your taste buds, as soon as you turn 20, your taste buds start to die and you need these really (laughs) strong things in order to taste something now. Uh,
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: (laughs) The no yelling recommendation, by the way, was part of reopening guidelines released in May by the East and West Japan theme, theme, Theme Park Associations, of course, the EWJTPA, covering dozens of major park operators.
0: We've received complaints that the Theme Parks Association request to not make loud noises was impossible and too strict. That is why we decided to release the video, oh, a FUGQ <laughs> spokesman told the Wall Street Journal. So it, if our
1: multi-million dollar, very well-paid executives cannot scream on this coaster, of course no one else should scream on the coaster. I mean, it is, it is kind of nice to like see uh, some sort of leader leading by example. Mm-hmm. We don't have that here uh, in America what is so. that like I know
0: I mean they might be screaming if the roller coaster was modeled on their uh yeah. earnings report <laughs> <just> saying, ah! <laughs> their, <laughs> their stock price
1: <laughs> oh my God
0: okay we're okay oh we're in a circle okay we're fine <laughs> we're going back up oh my god. <laughs> Uh, the Theme Park Association's guideline also suggests standard safety protocols like fa- face masks, temperature checks, reduced capacity, and social distancing. Of course. So, of course. That yeah, makes perfect sense. So I I keep saying,
1: and I, I hope I don't run this joke into the ground, I keep saying that everything that's happening now because of the coronavirus, um, you know, social distancing and lockdowns and stuff, This is what I've always wanted. I've always wanted to go to a theme park that was at its uh, one third of its capacity. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've always wanted to just get packages without having to answer the door. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to, um, you know, go to a restaurant not have to sit near
0: anybody. (laughs) I, I, like I said, I'm the kind of person that this is probably affecting the least, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but it's still taking a toll, and I am getting a little bit stir crazy, and want to go on vacation. Right. Well, and I understand that there are people that are
1: extroverts, um, mm-hmm. which is a little um, uh, a little foreshadowing into the uh, later part of our episode. Um, mm. I that are introverted, and I, I I get I'm introverted. I get other people that are extroverts that derive energy from being with other people, so mm-hmm. I get it. But I just I'm just loving it still and i suck people are dying or whatever but i'd like being alone <laughs> actually today today i shut my blinds and i closed them and i was like darkness is my friend today like that's just what i wanted <laughs> hello
0: darkness my old friend oh yeah Sing but it. while you say that remember earlier this year when we got together and did a cooking day oh
1: that was so much fun see can't do that nope not right now no We could, because I think Mm -hmm. I saw one specific study that said if someone sneezes on your food, you might not get COVID-19. So that's, you know, I'll read that and I'll believe that one, because that one conforms to my interests.
0: Ah. Well, speaking of social distancing, did you know penguins uh, can poop at a distance? I didn't know that. That is weird, weird wild stuff. They social distance with their poop. I didn't know that. When it's six feet away or something. I don't know. Oh, wow. Well, the physics of penguins pooping was studying back in 2013, focusing on the amount of pressure that a penguin poops with. And it actually led to a Nobel Prize. Wow. So Nobel before Prize. we get into this, I was watching
1: a um, Benedict Cumberbatch was being interviewed by.
0: Good old Benedict Cumberbun?
1: Yes, was being interviewed by Graham Norton. Graham, oh, Gra- Graham I Norton, love,
0: whatever. I love the Graham Norton show. Me
1: too. I love it. So apparently, um, Benedict Cumberbatch had narrated this nature documentary for Planet Earth or one of those shows. <laughs> and he he could not say the word penguin. <laughs> he kept saying like penguins.
0: <laughs> it was like when uh, Trump was trying to say uh, whatever the fuck word it was and he knew it was wrong. Uh, cr- Criminals. No, no, no. It was something else. Oranges instead
1: of oranges? Oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It
0: was oranges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except the...
1: for a, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch had like producers looking at him, like giving him the thumbs up, like penguins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure there's like people who just stand around Trump and give him the thumbs up about everything. That's true. We're all the way up his ass. It's amusing that we're talking about penguins because I was, we took a little break there and I was scrolling through my Twitter. And the Field Museum in Chicago. Oh yeah. Uh, has a video of Sue the T Rex's new home because they just renovated and they moved her into her own area. Yeah, they're reopening uh, soon too, by the way. And so they have a video of Sue and two penguins from the shed aquarium running past. Oh, that's great. So they like let them run around in the museum. And- I love how the penguins are getting more time outdoors than we are. Yeah, they're like, I love going to the museum when there's nobody here. I hate when there's a crowd. <laughs> Me too. It's always been my dream to go to the Shed Aquarium or the uh, Field Museum when there's nobody around. I wish I had a good what?
1: memory because I so I remember this documentary that I watched about the history of the Sioux um, T Rex fossil and how mm-hmm. it was discovered mm-hmm. and the crazy things that happened to it. It's the whole story in and of itself. Uh, it's amazing. So it actually uh, got locked into like this, um, uh, locked into like a storage shed kind of thing for a long time. And it was going to be um, like somebody claimed ownership to it that didn't actually own it, and so there was a whole lawsuit thing. There were police it was out in like the West Coast kind of thing. Um,
0: I uh, while you're talking, I will look it up.
1: So uh, we'll talk about some bullshit for a while. I
0: didn't realize that. It wasn't older. Like, I assumed that it had been found a lot longer ago than it was and that it had been on display for a very long time. But it was like, I think the the Field Museum bought it on auction in like the 90s. That's uh, exactly right. Yeah. And and so I've, I learned this because there's a new show on PBS, not a sponsor, uh, but it's called like Prehistoric Road Trip or something like that. And so there's this lady, her name is Emily Grassley. She had a YouTube channel when she worked for the University of Montana, or she lived in Missoula, Montana, and she worked at the university there. And basically, they would like there was one where they dissected a wolf, and there's ones where they go through the different things they have in storage at the museum. And the field museum was like, hey, we've seen your channel we would like you to come to the field museum and become our like social media person and do like YouTube videos for that. And then PBS picked her up and was like, we're going to do this prehistoric roadshow where you're going to go on the road to all these locations, uh, and show people like digging up these fossils and how it all works. And that's cool. uh, And and actually Sue was found in her hometown. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and so, like, ep- they've only done three episodes. I think uh, they sh- they air on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Uh, and episode two, they were digging up a Triceratops skeleton.
1: Oh, that's fucking and, neat.
0: That is and so, so like, neat. They start, they start digging into it, and they find that it's so intact. Like, there's so much to it that they didn't realize. And they're like this is really cool and we didn't know this was going to happen and you're here filming the day we found it it's so cool uh it's a good show my daughter loves it it's like we do like an education time every day for a little bit and that's one of the things she can choose is to watch uh, a pbs documentary um, on something and so this is every thursday she's like oh i want to watch the dinosaur show was this was this like nova or something or something different no, it's a it's a brand new series. Oh, okay. It's called uh, I think it's called prehistoric uh, road trip.
1: I'm sorry. I think like you said that, but I wasn't listening because I was looking yeah, at something else. Up. Yeah, you
0: told, yeah, you told yeah. me to talk. And so I was talking. Yeah, no, it's a brand new show. Uh, I think episode four just aired yesterday. So. And, and now you've talked too much. It's really good. I highly recommend, not a sponsor. Please <laughs> so, tell me what you have found, Jeff. Okay, so
1: here's the thing. Here's why my memory is terrible. If somebody tells me, oh, you got to watch this documentary, I have to go into my notes on my phone and write it down, because otherwise I'll forget that anyone well, has sure. even mentioned yeah. it to me. Mm-hmm. So this episode, you should go on notes and write it down, is called Dinosaur, not episode, documentary. It's called Dinosaur 13. Mm-hmm. And here is the um, here's the little synopsis thing. Two years. After the discovery of Sue, the largest and most complete Tyrannosaurus rex skeleton found to date, government officials seized the remains and claimed that Sue was stolen from federal land. Oh. Uh, you can it's, Oh, it's so good. Um, it's for free on Tubi and Voodoo if you have those, which I assume only none, nobody has. Um three ninety nine on Amazon Prime. I watched it on Netflix when it was on there. It was worth the $4, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. All Very right. Cool, not, cool. not a sponsor. No one's a sponsor. <laughs> we have no sponsors. Correct. But if you'd like to sponsor us, we'd be happy to take your yeah. Money. Why not? Okay. So the
1: physics of penguin pooping was studied in 2003, focusing on the amount of pressure. We said this already. Let's a Nobel Prize. A new round of research by Japanese scientists have expanded the original findings into revealing that penguin poopers are even more extraordinary than previously thought. Now they just shoot that shit out.
0: They talk do. About shoot, talk about shooting the shit. They literally shoot the shit. Well, the reason is because penguins are known for their dedication to their offspring even before they hatch, and they can't even spare a second to leave the nest to uh, you know, drop a deuce. Uh, and sure. so to solve this, penguins just simply lean, and uh, they fire their watery poops away from where they stand.
1: I've seen a video of this.
0: I have not. It was I not
1: on it. Pornhub. Um, <laughs> but this <laughs> this penguin— Bends over, shoots some shit out of its ass right into the face of its
0: neighbor. Oh no! <laughs> you gotta step away.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. So some the
0: splash screens or something.
1: Well, he the, the neighbor like can't a step Gallagher away or show because. It, <laughs> yeah, true story. The neighbor <laughs> can't step away because he or she is also on his or her own egg. So the quote poop cannon unquote sends a stream far enough from nest to not pose an issue with apparently themselves. Um, it's a lot like Americans, where they don't give a shit.
0: They, How about anyone that's not them?
1: They give a shit, and they shit on other people.
0: Yeah, like, enjoy that freedom shit.
1: <laughs> right. It smells like freedom. So a previous study found penguins always defecate horizontally. However, in new research, these are people that are watching penguins shit. <laughs> Getting paid for it. Right. The new research shows that some penguins fire it... <laughs> Fire it in an upward trajectory that forms an arc. I remember oh. my algebra two class. Actually algebra one, we studied parabolas. Mm, um mm. I don't remember the do you remember the um uh the formula for a parabolic no curve? F- fuck no. Oh, it's like y equals not not y equals mx plus b is a straight line. It's like the the ne, negative b plus or minus the square root of four minus a c all over two a or something crazy like that.
0: It's that cool. with the quadratic formula. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'm glad we. Uh, I'm glad I got that wrong for us. Considering this, the researchers recalculated the maximum distance that a penguin will be able to fire their poop and determined it was 4.39 feet, or about 1.34 meters.
1: That's a long way, and if the penguins were socially distancing, you wouldn't get shit on you. That's
0: ADA-compliant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, ADA stands for
0: Always Deuce um, Asymmetrically. Away. Away, there, <laughs>
1: a, away. yeah, perfect. Uh, perfect. Furthermore,
0: the, the researchers recalculated the pressure needed to send their poops flying as far <laughs> as it does, finding that the pressure was higher than scientists previously su- suspected. Oh, my researchers say knowing the dynamics of penguin
1: pooping is important for the zookeepers as it allows them to create a better plan for artificial penguin habitats, namely uh, have the people be more than
0: 4.39 feet away. So look, I was carving pumpkins one year for Halloween. I can't wait for the end of this story. And, <laughs> and dogs actually enjoy eating pumpkin mm, mm-hmm. and it's totally good for them. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so we read this, and we're like, "Hey, dog, would you like to try some pumpkin?" And the dog was like, "Yes, I would. I yeah. will eat all of. I will eat all of this pumpkin." I rub some pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the next day, I took the dog out for his daily business, uh, and the pumpkin came out in a very orange pumpkin pie consistency. <laughs> But it shot out so fast that it literally arced. I could see the arc. I need these scientists to like be able to measure the arc. Right, and the it, amount it of was pressure. Like, it was like a, a short, smaller version of the Bellagio Fountains in Las Vegas, <laughs> uh, but decorated for Halloween. I've I'm
1: always wondered where pumpkin pie helped. originated. Um, well, I'm not a fan of pumpkin pie, if you can
0: tell. Pumpkin pie is delicious and you are an American. so uh,
1: that's I will that's fine I'm un-American it's fine what kind
0: of person are you I don't that even, doesn't pumpkin I don't, pie I don't even like America but then get, if you don't like it then get out are you asking who am I I am asking who are you who are you You are. Who the heck are you? Who? Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? Who do you think you are? It's. <laughs> John, <Van> John. <laughs>
1: I put that together and I, I love the somber ending to it. <laughs> so, this is the new segment that I think we're going to do. And okay. we're going to do things like um, that we'll find out about ourselves. So last week, um, and actually I've been asked this a bunch of times before, and to take the the Myers Briggs um,
0: personality test. I don't shop at Myers. I'm a Kroger person. It's closer, yeah. Easier to get to. They have what I need most of the time. Yeah. So, is there a Kroger's Briggs? Are you done? Is there a Perry Drugs? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a Piggly they, Wiggly. They don't have- have that anymore? Now it's all like right
1: yeah. Aid. There's there's a Piggly Wiggly uh, Briggs test that I would love right. for you to take. So well, okay, so trying
0: to take you to the Piggly Wiggly, Miss Daisy.
1: I, I so I took the Myers Briggs test and I was absolutely blown away, Jason. Blown oh, really? away. Blow whoa 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 away by oh, how okay. accurate this thing was.
0: All right. And then I
1: texted you about it. I was like, Have you ever taken this? And you were like, I think it's bullshit.
0: (laughs) I think any of these personality things, I see them as like horoscopes. It's all just nonsense, real bullshit, pseudoscience garbage. Really? So So they they use any of this. Like I've I've got friends who post things on Instagram about like, I'm a type one personality. What I'm like, this is all. Oh, Type 1, they're they're talking
1: about the Enneagram thing,
0: then. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or or, or the love language things. I think all of that is just all bullshit nonsense. You are kidding me. No, it's all garbage. It's basically, it's like if you go and get your horoscope read, or your future read, or tarot cards, or any of that stuff, where they say something, and you see into it what you want to see into it. And you're like, yeah, that is totally me. I do do this thing. Like... I don't believe any of it. And I don't find any of it useful. Like, it's Not even the love languages? No, I hate the love languages most of all. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I think it's so simplistic and stupid that, like, oh, I show love. love, People show love lots of different ways. And, like, boiling it down to one thing is absurd. Wow. The world is complex and we're trying to memify it interesting
1: so i don't know enough to mm-hmm. argue with you about it
0: but i have <laughs> to friends... be fair to be fair i don't know enough to maybe argue about it
1: yeah i have friends that know enough to argue with you about it but we won't get into that so um i i feel the same way as you do about horoscopes Mm-hmm. and it's like oh
0: i'm a cancer so uh, i just i can't oh. be with a virgo because meh, meh, meh. i, I got, think that's I've all got, bullshit i've got friends on on twitter who are like oh, saturn's and it's like rising moon i'm like no what is happening right now is not because of where saturn is in the sky like get real right like so, so i
1: hope i'm not being duped but here okay so here's what wikipedia says uh it's the myers-briggs type indicator, MBTI, is an introspective self-report questionnaire indicating differing psychological preferences and how people perceive the world and make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, it was constructed for normal populations and emphasizes the value of naturally occurring differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and though the MBTI resembles some psychological theories, it is often classified as pseudoscience, especially as <laughs> especially as pertains to <laughs> To its supposed predictive abilities. The indicator exhibits significant scientific psychometric deficiencies, notably including poor validity, um, poor reliability, measuring categories that are not independent, and not being comprehensive due to missing neuroticism, which look, we won't get into how neurotic you are. Here's the thing.
0: If if this is your thing and you believe in it, help yourself. I'm not going to tell you not to. I'm not going to tell you like if you find value in it, good, fine. I don't care. I love I, I think it's bullshit.
1: I love that you said help yourself in like uh like a dismissive, demeaning manner. <laughs> but like I'm
0: just being dismissive or demeaning. I'm saying like if you literally no, no, no. I, if you I get it. You're like I'm an architect and you know I'm imaginative and strategic and blah blah like cool. If if that helps you then embrace it. Fine. If that's what you need and you want that, I'm supportive of a uh, supportive of you doing that.
1: I get it. So when I you said help yourself, not. I thought, "Oh my gosh, yes. I it did help myself. I did help myself Good. with the knowledge that I gained through this test." So
0: Excellent. If it makes you a better person, then great. And maybe it what did. If, and what? What if it is pseudoscience? Person. But if, if
1: it, even if, if it is like, pseudoscience, it still is based on on psychological theory, and we still don't well, even psychiatry. I'm not even going
0: to get into psychiatry. I think that's a bunch of baloney too. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh. Freudian nonsense go fuck yourself you, you, you want to okay. fuck your mom like whatever this isn't
1: Freudian nonsense it's based on a theory from Carl Jung okay okay who's he another <laughs> why do I give why uh, do
0: I give a shit what he thinks
1: another well first of all because Niles and Frasier Crane uh were Jungian uh psychiatrists okay oh
0: my gosh they were idiots all right love so, the show I took,
1: I, I took this test, and I uh-huh. it turns out I am an INFP.
0: And, uh, I in F, hang on. Where's INFP? I'm looking at – I see I in. Right. I don't see an F So there are
1: four – and I don't know for sure. There are four different um, oh, uh, wait, hang on. concepts I'm to I this. FJ
0: INFP, a mediator, poetic, kind, and altruistic people, always eager to help a good cause.
1: Could you, could you cut the sarcasm out of your fucking voice right now, Jason? Absolutely Please. not. Please. Okay. So you have, you have uh, abbreviations. You have extroversion or introversion. That's the first letter. The second letter is sensing or intuition. The third letter is thinking or feeling. And the fourth letter is judgment or perception. So here's what I would like for you to do, Jason. And we will pause for you to do this. I would like for you to take the test. It takes like 10 to 15 minutes. I will pause for you. I will uh, go get another drink for myself mm. and I'd like for you to taste to taste it. <laughs> Fuck. Taste <laughs> test. Was this the Pepsi Do a taste challenge? test. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So I'd like for you to take it and then we will read about you when we come back. Sounds good. Here we go. Okay, so first off, what was what were your first what are your impressions of the test that you had to take? It's a stupid test.
0: <laughs> this is coming from a guy that doesn't believe in psychiatry. No, I didn't say I didn't believe in psychiatry. I didn't believe in some psychological theories, which are nonsense. Okay. So for me,
1: when I took it, I was the INFP. I was uh-huh. uh, the mediator, they call it. And it's like the little picture of this like little hippie chick with a flower and Mm -hmm. butterflies and shit. So uh, the mediator is poetic, kind, and altruistic people, always eager to help a good cause. Mm -hmm. So that's sweet. So you came back as INFJ, which is the advocate.
0: (laughs) Quiet and mystical, yet very inspiring, and a tireless idealist. Ooh, I'm already
1: thinking this is bullshit for you. Okay.
0: I, you know, and I was thinking, well, that actually seems somewhat accurate. Oh really yes <laughs>
1: okay, so so there's a difference between like how you're perceived by people and how. so I will I will say before we get started with with your I'm gonna read a, about you just for uh-huh. a little bit because like reading too much is is uh, you know bad. So um the the issue being because we're such um social creatures. Um, mm-hmm. we're like dogs in a pack uh-huh. um so i think that we are and it's funny because when you're infj um you like to talk about things in met- metaphors here i go <laughs> so uh I, like, i'm
0: infj a or infj i'm sorry
1: i am i'm infp sorry I got yours mixed up. So INFP talks in metaphors. So um, we're like dogs in packs. And when you take a dog out of their pack and put them into another one, the dynamic completely changes. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably the same with people, where if you're in a certain group of people, you are different
0: than if you're in another group of people. This is why I didn't like the test, because I there's a lot of like, well, it depends. It all depends. On the situation. like are you more this or that? Well, it depends on what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do and who I'm with. And like, I can't answer this any which way because there's so many variables. Right. I I will say, so looking at my introduction, uh, which I don't know if you're reading this one or something else, uh, the first parts of it, I am like, all right, cool. I'm not disagreeing necessarily. Sure. Sure. So there's a quote at the beginning says, treat people as if what, uh, as if they were what they ought to be and help them become what they are capable of being. I mean, I'm a fucking teacher. That's literally my job. Yeah. I believe in that idea. Right. So you ought quote, to be
1: you ought to be learning this shit or you ought to be more,
0: you know, well, more, well, more I, loving I of your family it, and stuff. I see I, I feel like I do see people as what they could be. And like my frustration with people often is that they are not meeting their potential. Like Uh if, if if we got my wife down here right now and and asked her, what is the one thing that drives me most insane, makes me most frustrated about students? It is that I can see that they are better than they are producing and they aren't living up to what I know they can do. That is the thing that frustrates me the most. So this, this introduction quote, I definitely relate to. Uh, And so maybe I'm wrong in my opinion on this whole thing. I don't think I'm going to change your opinion, but... It, maybe, it... yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I agree with that quote. And if that is the quote of my personality type, all right, maybe. And then the very first sentence says, the advocate personality type is very rare, making up less than 1% of the population.
1: Ooh, you uh, are very unique, Jason. You knew I, that.
0: So here's the thing. I feel like <laughs> the way I see the world, like a lot of people I don't feel see the world the way I see it.
1: Right. Okay, so don't like, read anymore.
0: I'm not going to read anymore. Because I want to get read your reaction. First, so, read the first sentence and... Some of the questions in this
1: 16personalities.com test, like it's like a, um, there are seven, like there's like agree and disagree. And then there's Mm -hmm. like, you know, seven stages of that, strongly agree, middle, strongly disagree, whatever. Some of the questions are like, you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people, agree or disagree. Um, And
0: again, that's the thing, like it depends on who the people are. People can (laughs) rarely upset
1: you with agree or disagree. I think you're talking about the general public here.
0: Okay. Uh, sure. It, like I'm, I have many times been commented on by my superiors at work that I'm the kind of person that it's really hard to, to get me to, to a point where I'm like reacting in a strong way. Like I'm one, per, one One of my bosses said, I'm kind of an unflappable person. Ooh, unflappable is good. What? One of my persons, one of my bosses, said, uh, "I have a calm disposition that is hard to, uh, like, rock. Right. Uh, you cannot be boss, flapped." One boss actually said, "It seems like you're unbreakable, and I feel like I need to try and break you." Incidentally, she was a fucking asshole. She did, <laughs> and it's literally one of the worst pers- people I've ever worked for, and. I didn't last more than three months with her because she literally was trying to break me. She, yeah,
1: okay. So, so let's let's. So okay, so her,
0: but she lost her job, so it's okay.
1: So there are like, there are like, uh, it's like a novel about each individual personality type, and we'll just skim a couple things. So um, for your personality type as an advocate, uh, it says people with this personality type tend to see helping others as their purpose in life. Okay. Ad- advocates can be found engaging in rescue efforts and doing charity work, which you <laughs> could also say that's a uh, public school teacher.
0: <laughs> well, How- I've I've done other charity work as well. Sure. I mean I worked as like a drama booster for years in a very terrible situation. Um and I I, I would agree with that that you know I see our job as human beings is to like help each other. So right. yeah, I, I agree.
1: Okay, good. All right. Um, Sorry. Every once in a while, I have to go back and check and make sure I'm recording because I'm dumb. Okay. So uh, people with this personality type. Okay. So uh, their real passion is to get to the heart of the issue so that people need not be rescued at all. Um, So okay. let's talk about a couple of your strengths and a couple of your weaknesses. So uh, one of your strengths, it says... Mm-hmm is that you're creative, combining a vivid imagination with a strong sense of compassion. Advocates use their creativity to resolve not technical challenges, but human ones. People with the advocate personality type enjoy finding the perfect solution for someone they care about, and this strength makes them excellent counselors and advisors.
0: I don't believe in the idea of a perfect solution. I believe that most things have multiple solutions that are all likely good uh likewise it, i see the same thing with like you, soulmates mm, mm-hmm. i think i think that is an absurd idea There are seven billion people on this planet there are multiple probably hundreds possibly millions of people on this earth that you would equally be suited for so i i don't believe in the idea of a perfect solution i think there are lots of different solutions that could work and it, it depends on how you engage with them, how you decide to go about it, how de- dedicated you are to it, uh, and like a perfect quote unquote solution may not be as good as a good solution if you're not willing to really put yourself into it. Does your wife know that she's not your soulmate? I think we've <laughs> talked. I think we've talked about that idea before or in the past if not she knows like, now okay but, but here's the thing she is a person that i am very suited for so like oh while yeah i, don't I completely in, agree I, yeah well i don't believe in the idea of one single person like i'm sure there are thousands of people on this earth that would make her just as happy as i make her
1: oh wow that's like that is that's dark
0: it's not. No, it's not dark. It's realistic. Like, there are 7 billion people on this planet. I am not a unique snowflake that only I can make her happy. Other people could make her happy. Lucky for me, we found each other, and I make her happy.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, so let's talk about one of your weaknesses. Like, if, I,
0: if I died tomorrow... My hope would, she would be that she finds one of these other people that would make her equally happy. Let's so, talk
1: about one of the INFJ's weaknesses, okay. um, which is uh, that you that you may be extremely private. Advocates tend to present themselves as the culmination of an idea. This is partly because they believe in this idea, but also because advocates are extremely private when it comes to their personal lives. They use this image to keep themselves from having to truly open up, even to close friends, Trusting a new friend can be even more challenging for advocates.
0: So I will say I am a private person to some extent, but I would say the reason for that is I'm not an overly trusting person.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think that's part of my like ingrained personality. I think that's just something that I've learned through experience. Mm, okay.
1: Like, but wouldn't wouldn't you? So, part. Uh, what I was reading. Part of the um, problem with this um, this test is that when people take the test five weeks later, they sometimes come out with completely different outcomes five weeks later.
0: Well, okay. So, I'm a fucking teacher. So let me talk about this for a second. Well, go on. A, a test is a snapshot in time,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and and so many different variables will adjust how that test turns out, you know, what is the mood the person is in? Am I feeling pessimistic right now? Am I feeling optimistic right now? Because that's going to change how I answer some of these questions. And so my current mood, am I, even down to like, am I fucking hungry? Does that make me in a bad mood and I'm just going to be very negative about things? So that's why I don't buy into this, like I'm an JFP or whatever the fuck it said I was.
1: I gotta tell you, you sound kind of hungry right now.
0: (laughs) I'm not. I am not hungry. Okay. Um,
1: so, all right. So, uh, regarding your, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know we no only no, have ahead. an hour. So, go regarding ahead. romantic relationships, okay. Um, advocates will take the time necessary to find someone with whom they truly connect. Once they have okay. found that someone, their relationships will reach a level will reach a level of depth and sincerity of which most people can only dream. Okay. And so, blah, blah, well, hold on. Blah blah blah. Even worse Uh, is if their partner tries to resort to manipulation or lying, as advocates will see right through it. If there's anything they have a poor tolerance for in a relationship, it's a lack of authenticity.
0: All right. So I will say that I am a person that, like, if you are lying to me, there is a good chance that I definitely know you are lying to me, and I hate you for it.
1: Right. So I would say that your wife um, is nothing if not authentic.
0: Exactly. Right. And that's <laughs> I mean, I know what she thinks at any given time. Any, so, everybody does. And that's yeah.
1: that's why I love her. Okay. She's a,
0: yeah, She's an honest person who's like. So, yeah, it's sort of. But also, like all that wording, it sounds like the the palm reading, fortune telling. I'm going to be vague enough to make you find what you want to be true in what I just said.
1: Okay, so I see that. So let's move on to the friendships part. The first, um, and this has to do with uh, I think me and you, maybe. So um the first paragraph says there is a running thing with advocates, and that is a desire for authenticity and sincerity. In their activities, their romantic relationships and their friendships. People with the advocate personality type are unlikely to go for friendships of circumstance they avoid situations like workplace social circles or chatting up their local baristas where the only thing they really have in common is regular contact.
0: Um, mm, I don't know. So I, I'm not going to chat with my local barista because I don't frequent anything enough to have that kind of situation occur. So that part, I'm just going to throw out the window already because that's not, not applicable to my life. Right. Um, I I feel that I do have work friends where you know we we work together, we chat, I enjoy their company at work but I don't like go beyond that. Right. Uh I will say in terms of like closer friends and authenticity whatever I I want, like I said, I want honesty. I don't want you to lie to me about things. So, I mean, if that's being authentic, like, I don't like people who pretend. So, sure. okay, so ob- but no, I don't, obviously. But I don't think anyone likes people who pretend. Yeah, obviously like, nobody see. likes people who
1: pretend. But I think um, there is a certain type of person, and I think you are that type of person, that can see right through it. Yeah. And f- I and I mean, you, I would can, agree. you can, you're like a, um, uh, what do you call the The pig. And the truffle, what is it? <laughs> what I can sniff it out? You can sniff
0: out bullshit, absolutely. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like growing up in the life that I grew up with, like there was a lot of bullshit, and so you found, right. like, you easily could, because I've done it so often, you can identify where the bullshit is, right? So, so like, and that's the thing, like, if if you want to, bu- I have friends who bullshit me. They give me the line of bullshit that they think I want to hear. I see right through it. And I'm like, cool. Uh, you're lying to me, which in my opinion, if you're lying to me, what you're really saying is I think you're stu- too stupid to understand the truth, Oh, which, interesting. Which, is a, which is offensive to me. Yeah. But then I'm like, wow, that's sad for your life that you have to lie. But I mean, if that's who you are, cool. I'm going to divest in that relationship. Let me ask I will, you this, I will put in exactly what you are putting into it if you don't want to be honest. and but that's the thing. Like I don't expect you to be like one hundred percent tell me everything about your life kind of a situation. Like people can, uh, yeah, there's
1: just, yeah, there's a difference between like lying and like lying by omission. But even exactly. then, even then, I think you can sniff out the omission, yeah, that other people maybe couldn't.
0: I would I would agree with that. Do you like, think
1: I have ever bullshat
0: you? Definitely. Really? Sure. Every well, because everyone has.
1: We'll take this offline but, about what specifically cuz I, I want to know. Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. I, I okay, we probably could take this offline and I could discuss it. But here's the thing, like sometimes I can see through that, you know, bullshit that you've bullshit me. But <laughs> but I also can understand why you may have done that. And I give you the grace to do so where I'm not where I'm I'm not going to call you out on it because I understand why you feel the need to do that. And it's a situation like, you know, we've been friends for decades, decades. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you if you bullshit me on something, I'm like and and I can understand why you're doing that. I'm like, I understand why you're doing this. It's cool. Sure. I will go along with the bullshit because. Right now you need and later it may come out like, yeah, I was bullshitting you on this thing and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I knew it's not a big deal. (laughs) It's not a a big deal. It's it's not a big deal. You could have been honest with me from the beginning. And maybe like the thing that the thing that I feel most about those kind of situations is, is that maybe if you hadn't bullshit me at the beginning, maybe I could have helped you through some of that by giving you a different perspective and talk to you about it. But that's your life. If if that's not what you felt comfortable doing at the time, cool, whatever. It's if that's what you're going to give me, fine. But maybe I wish that you had because maybe I could have said something that helped you. Or maybe uh, I, but then again, maybe I couldn't have and you weren't ready for that. So that's why I'm like whatever. Okay. It, so listen for, to this. For most,
1: for most people. Back to the strengths and weaknesses, uh one of your strengths theoretically is insightful seeing through dishonesty and disingenuous motives advocates step past manipulation and sales tactics and into a more honest discussion advocate personalities see how people and events are connected and then they are able to use that insight and get to the heart of the matter so
0: doesn't that doesn't that say exactly what you just said so kind of except that I will get to the heart of the matter, but that doesn't mean necessarily I will get to the heart of the matter with that person. Ah, okay. Like I I have had some friends who have done some things and I'm like, okay, well I see what the actual issue is, but we've never gotten into what the actual issue is. Mm -hmm. So, so maybe yes, I can see that point, but I'm never going to get to that point because, because if you're bullshitting me, and you're you're that kind of person. Chances are I'm, I'm not going to put a lot of effort into you.
1: Uh, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. It,
0: it, it's not worth my time. If you don't want to be honest and open with me and you want to give me some easily see through lies. Cool. That's not where we are as a relationship. So I'm not going to put much into it.
1: Okay. So let's talk about parenthood for a second. So um, it Uh says, as parents, advocates will tend to look at their relationships with their children as opportunities to learn and grow with someone they care about. They will also work to achieve another important goal, raising their children to be independent and all around good people. I think that's kind of a generalized statement.
0: I think... Yeah, that's definitely... I mean, everyone wants to create a independent good child Here's like, another nobody's one. like I want a dependent asshole <laughs> as a child Like, <laughs> right. nobody fucking wants that because parents in general are like I wish you'd go away a little more <laughs>
1: it, you like, know what's so crazy is every parent thinks they're a good parent I think that's nuts <laughs> Okay. So, as their children grow, advocates will likely try to project a great deal of their own beliefs onto them. They will demand the same sort of integrity and honesty that they demand for themselves. Advocates may even find themselves guilting their children into following their path in their weaker moments. Despite this, advocate personalities will also push their children to think independently, make their own choices, and develop their own beliefs. So. So before I, before you talk, okay, hold on. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> this is all about me. Okay, I so wait. Um, I think like for stuff like this, this is something that um, you might. Of course, every parent wants their kid to be independent and doesn't want yeah. them to lie and stuff. But like, is this something that you are are specifically pushing for with your child? Have you already thought? I want my child to be independent, even though. Every parent wants their kid to be independent. Is this something that is like on your to-do list for your child?
0: Here's the thing. I don't think every parent actually wants their kid to be independent. I think a lot of parents do want their child to be uh, compliant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they want them to follow their rules and do what they say. Yeah. Uh, And so I I think actually more parents probably want that than an independent child because dealing with an independent child is not easy. I will say, yes, I do want an independent child. And yes, I have worked toward that kind of thing. We have discussed like honesty and how that is like the most important thing is being honest. Uh, I have worked to have my child do things independently, both actually both of my children, uh, because the older one, you know, she came to us at a much older age, but I have still pushed for her to do things independently. Like, you know, she was very reluctant to, to learn to drive. And I was like, no, you need to be independent. You need to be able to drive. I need you to learn to do this skill, or I need you to learn to do these other adult skills. And I will be here to help you when you need it. I will be here to advise you, but you need to do it yourself. Hmm. And it, it is not an easy way to parent. Uh, especially for a person who also has a lot of, like, worry and anxiety about everything. <laughs> like, yeah. having having a child to try and do these things themselves and, and knowing that they're going to mess up. And, like, that is a difficult thing to do. It is. But it is something that I am consciously trying to do with. And, and beyond my my, I'm a teacher. I've got 150 other kids that I am a role model for and independence and thinking for yourself and all of those things are things that I strongly believe in. And I push really hard for my students to do, even if they disagree with me, like we'll be in a classroom and I want them to think for themselves. And no matter what they say, I will take the opposite opinion, even if it's not what I believe in. Like, if a student gives me a conservative point of view, I'm going to give them a liberal point of view. If a student gives me a liberal point of view, I will give them the conservative point of view. I will push them to think for themselves mm,
1: uh-huh,
0: and uh-huh. To, to like be independent because I want them to, to investigate what they believe in and what they're thinking about and determine, is this really the best answer? Am I correct? Because I think that's the best way to do it, like challenging your own beliefs makes them stronger because you can look back and be like no i do believe what i believe even though i have now investigated the points that someone is going to come at me with i'm going to look at those weaknesses where i feel like maybe i'm wrong and come to the conclusion no i'm still right even though these things are weaknesses in my argument right so i feel like i've gone on a tangent or something but so speaking of conclusions
1: Uh So the first paragraph of this conclusion thing is uh, few personality types are as passionate and mysterious as advocates. As someone with this personality type your imagination and empathy make you someone who cherishes their integrity and deeply held principles. Unlike many other idealistic types, however, you are also capable of turning those ideals into plans and executing them.
0: Okay. I don't feel that I'm mysterious. I feel that I am very open with people that i choose to be open with i got like, like well i, I... like if, if we were like we're offline we're not on a podcast we're shooting the shit or whatever i'm i would be very open with you we've got a long i mean multi-decade relationship i'm very comfortable talking to you and like i'm not worried about it so like i feel like i would only be mysterious to people that are on my periphery
1: so, I would say that 99.9% of the people are on your periphery. There's only a few people that you let in. And even then, I found out things about you in the last couple of years that I didn't know <laughs> in the other two decades.
0: That uh, so would be my defense on that. I feel like a lot of people just don't ask. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I mean, like, yeah, oh, I didn't know this thing, but I never bothered to ask. So I didn't know. Like, oh, if you were like, hey, what do you think about this, that or the other? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll talk yeah, about that. I, I, like, get I, feel like it, I get it. I get it. It just never came up. OK. Like, because it's not like I'm just going to be like, I'm going to pour everything out and like give it to you in this, you know, Kroger bag. Like it it, it has to naturally occur. And so while maybe people look at me as mysterious, maybe it's because they just haven't asked.
1: Interesting, okay. Whereas I'm someone that will just, I'll just tell everyone everything. I, well, not
0: everyone. I'm a bit more reticent on, like, I'm not just going to spill my guts. Yeah. But I'm not afraid to talk about things if it's someone that I'm comfortable with. And mm. so... That so might be your introversion part. I don't know. It could be. And and maybe that makes me seem mysterious. And maybe that seems, like, intimidating. Like, it's hard to get in with Jason. But really, it's It's not. If, if you want to know something, just ask and I'm, I'm going to tell you because, you know, if this is all true, if this personality type thing is true, it's about authenticity. So if you're coming to me authentically and being like, hey, I want to know this thing about you, then I probably will react well if you believe in this sort of thing. Sure. If you don't believe in this sort of things, but also like if you want to know something, just talk to me about it. Like I, I feel communication is the the most important thing in pretty much any relationship. And the reason relationships fail is when they fail in the communication realm. Like, I feel like most things can be worked out if you talk about it. Like, I read books and I watch movies and and basically my reaction half the time is like, well, if they just fucking talk about it, it would have solved this problem. That's true. So, like, if you just, like, come and you're honest and you're not, like, bullshitting and you're saying what you actually feel and what the actual problem and getting to that problem. So, all right, so maybe this thing is true.
1: So, uh, from a scale of like one to seven,
0: one to seven, what kind of fucking scale is that? Because that's
1: the scale that they used. One is (laughs) strongly disagree. And one is strongly agree. How accurate would you say the things that I've read to you are?
0: Uh, three. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You know, um I heard that your mom did the uh personality test. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and she turned out that she was a C U N T.
0: <laughs> my mother is a saint.
1: <laughs> yeah. How, how
0: dare you, sir? Saint spelled
1: C U N T.
0: So we had a very long conversation. Oh my paused. gosh. And like an um, hour, right? I feel like yeah, probably about an hour we just chatted about this. And what I would be curious is if you had read like the opposite of whatever I got and and we kind of did a little bit in the thing. And a lot of the things they were saying in the opposite personality type to me, according to this test, I was like, yeah, that's a thing that I, I do. Yeah. I agree with that thing. So, so I still feel that it, it is what you see in it. It is, as valid as you decide it is. Like if you, if you see value in it, you're going to see it and be like, yeah, that's totally me. Yeah. This totally sees the kind of person I am and you're going to go with it. And, and I feel that humanity is too complex to put into stupid little buckets like this. And that every, every one of these situations would be different depending on who you're with and, your state of mind at the time and all these different things are going to influence this. So I, I don't feel there's like a set personality type for anyone because it's, it, it's such a complex, the, the human consciousness is not, it does not have those boundaries. So I will partially, and it's, such a, it's such a bigger thing than that. But if you, like I said, if you find value in this and this helps you understand the world, I'm totally supportive of you doing that because I feel that we each find a way to understand the world around us in different ways. I mean, I'm a historian because that's how I understand the world. Other people are musicians because they see the world from that point of view. Like, it's totally fine. Go for it. I'm not going to, as they say, yuck on your yum. I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah? So Our I've... good friend Eric says that all the time. <laughs> Don't yuck on someone's yum. Eric, Eric says a lot of things. He, he does say a lot of things. He's, for example,
1: it's a vagina, not a clown car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great one. It's a great one. Okay,
1: so um, I partially agree with you for that, but I, I think maybe you became a historian because maybe you're a little INFP. But I, I don't even know what that means. But, the, the point okay. Of this, okay, so the point of the story is, I think, um, that for me, um, this this told me a lot about myself more than I have been told about myself before. Like I, I realized things about myself through taking this test that I didn't realize before um, and, about and like my parenting said. style and about my, my style with people. And um, I, I just, I just really enjoyed hearing it from like a third party perspective uh-huh. um, because I don't always think intrinsically about myself which i think is a huge um uh it's not a problem it's an opportunity for me to learn <laughs> um so first i, I all, really enjoy uh
0: first of all i hate you i know i knew you'd hate that <laughs> but like seriously uh, it can be a problem it's okay to be a problem that's not a problem to be like yeah that's a problem for me you don't have to like nice it up and dress it up like it's a fucking seven-year-old going to a christmas party and you have to make it look smart uh that's so very that's that, very J
1: of you. That's very J. That's very structured of you, and I don't like that you said that.
0: <laughs> How is it structured? I'm I'm uh, I'm arguing against your structure. No, no, because you're arguing against. So if something
1: is a problem, it's a problem. For me, it's an open no, opportunity.
0: No, no. no it, you're structuring it in a way saying that it has to be an opportunity. It can't be a problem because no, problems No, that's low. not what I'm and saying say, at all. I'm, I'm saying, saying all things are good. All, okay. All feelings matter. <laughs> God damn you! I hate you for saying that. <laughs> uh, but but the other thing I'm going to say is if if this has helped you understand yourself better, like I said, I'm fully in support of of that. That makes me glad that you're able to understand yourself better because this has given you insight into you. Fine. So so Thank if that's you. if that's helpful for you, good. I'm glad. It makes me happy. Finally,
1: someone agrees with me. So I think. Um, for me like i said it told me a lot about myself um but in the future this segment will uh include things like uh things that i think are bullshit like astrology <laughs> like if i if i come uh, if spoiler, i come across
0: i think that's bullshit too <laughs> if i come
1: across a tinder profile and they're all like i'm 100% capricorn i'm like Pass. that's that's going to be a left for me dog <laughs> that means no <laughs>
0: My Saturn house is in Neptune's moon oh
1: yeah I, I that's just such bullshit to me, but um I think there are other people in the world that that could explain it better than me that um about um uh, the way that you know that uh strongly agree versus strongly disagree and like the uh, I, I, well anyway. We, uh, we should find a tarot reader and see if they can... I, I would love to do a tarot card <laughs> reader, uh, a palm reader, like somebody with a crystal so, ball. This segment will include uh, all of that stuff that will tell us about ourselves.
0: I, I remember, so my grandpa, we used to go visit him. Uh, we didn't visit very often because that side of the family was kind of distant. Sure. Uh, but I remember going into his house and he'd grab my hands <laughs> and he, he'd l- read my palms. He'd look at them. You go, oh, 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 yes, honey. He called everyone honey. He was like, yes, honey, okay, and then he'd say something uh, about what he saw, and he's like, oh well, blah 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 blah. So, and I was like, okay, ha, ha funny, funny. But like other people, I, I feel like my sister took it a little more seriously when he because once he looked at him, he's like, oh, honey, never get married, <laughs> and she never has. Actually, actually, uh, she did. Oh. Uh. And so uh, it's just, she actually regretted it because it, it went poorly. No, 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 it, no, it <laughs> fucked up her taxes. Oh, no, so that's what he was warning her. about was the taxes. <laughs> was,
1: Never get was married, our, Uncle Sam will and, screw you over.
0: <laughs> it's very Republican in his uh, his palm readings.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need man. some help.
0: I that's mean, it's, it's because she got all that money from that Nigerian prince and then they oh. tax it like 45 percent.
1: Hey, by the way, we huh? we did one less story this week, thinking because we're going over a lot. We're at a, an hour and thirty-seven minutes right now.
0: <laughs> oh fuck!
1: Yeah, Jesus so Jesus
0: Christ, I didn't realize it was that long.
1: It's fine. So we talked about the not knowing. I think we didn't know that this would be so um, interesting to both of us. I think yeah. more specifically well, interesting to our you.
0: Listeners would find it interesting. Probably not. Eh, I don't know. Maybe they will. <laughs> Maybe they they enjoy talking about these things. Maybe we should put a warning. Okay, if you want to be bored,
1: listen. But if you don't, skip like thirty. <laughs>
0: I mean, I feel ahead. like I kind of put that in pretty much every one of the show note like summaries. <laughs> like, oh, here we are. Right, right, and people are listening. So, but I
1: okay, so I do have some good news. Mm-hmm. The U.S. government, oh, has gained custody oh. of a Nigerian man, and uh. we're not. Yeah, we're not talking about. Police violence here have again custody of Nigerian man who is accused of participating in a massive fraud and money laundering operation online.
0: That's right. The defendant Ray Hush Puppy Abbas. Or I love Abbas. Hush Abbas. I love Hush Puppies. I, I I like that it's Hush Puppy with an I. There's no why. It's H U S H P U P P I. Hush Puppy. <laughs> hush Puppy. So we got some hush puppies from the local pizza place Yeah, recently because I was like, ah, hush puppies. I remember when they used to have those at Red Lobster. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're the right. Lo- that was a long. That was mid-late 80s. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a long time ago. And I was like, I haven't had a hush puppy since they sold them at Red Lobster. I'm going to order some hush puppies. Eh, they're all right.
1: <laughs> long John uh, yeah, Silver's has hush puppies still, mm. and they're so
0: fucking good, man. Well, Ray Hush Puppy Abbas.
1: <laughs> there's What's there's right? two B's in his name, so you're technically
0: right, I guess. Uh, he was arrested last month by authorities in the United Arab Emirates. Emirate, Emirates? I said it right, right? Yeah, it sounded wrong. Uh, where he had been living,
1: the FBI's criminal complaint details how the government obtained a wealth of information tying Abbas to his alleged crimes. He's accused of participating in a number of business email compromise scams. I think I think we're aware uh, by posing as trusted employees or uh, customers of a target organization, then tricking employees into sending large sums to bank accounts they controlled. We've all received this email, have we not, Jason? Have we not? Are you there? Oh, fuck. I think someone's internet has gone down. I don't think it's mine. Moving on. In one incident, a boss and two co-conspirators allegedly defrauded a law firm in New York, telling the firm to wire more than $900,000 on behalf of a client closing a real estate deal. Of course, this happens all the time where there's, you know, a Nigerian prince and he needs money and um, he is very excited that he will send you a sum of 33 million U.S. dollars if only you provide your banking details and then he'll send you the money. So good. So good. But it's always on behalf of someone else. He wants to tell you about it. And I have nothing else to say if Jason isn't here. So that must be the end of the podcast. This hour has been an hour and 41 minutes. So normally in this part of the show, Jason and I have discussed a little bit about um, what the final joke should be. And and generally, it's like a, a kind of a... Like we may have touched on it earlier in the show, and we might have had like a little... Um, little tiny joke about it, and we'll expand on the joke at the end of the show. However, um, since the internet has gone down, apparently for Jason, I can't contact him via text, I can't contact him via Skype, I figured maybe I would record my own intro or my own outro and just um, just to put an exclamation point on the fact that I am lost without my partner, Jason. So a couple of weeks ago, Maybe a couple of months ago, my dad uh, on the phone told me that there he heard this conspiracy theory that the government is going to shut down the Internet. And during that time, they were going to arrest a bunch of very high level government officials. I'm sure George Soros was involved in this somehow. I'm not sure how but apparently he's very important to these, uh, uh, conservative conspiracy theorists anyway. So he said they would, they would shut the internet down, arrest a bunch of people. So the news can't get out to anyone. And then the internet would come back up and we will have had a revolution without our knowledge and the government will be completely different. He said that was going to happen within a week. That was two months ago, I think. And now, um, nothing has happened. However, I'm sitting here, it's 1242 at night, uh, on a Thursday night, or maybe a Friday morning, depending on how you think of it, and I'm sitting here with my dog, and she's on the couch, and I'm petting her, and Jason's internet just fucking went down, and I'm wondering, is this the time that the government shuts the internet down? My internet's not down, but maybe they're shutting it down in phases. Maybe I am the last to have internet. Maybe... This, the hour podcast, will be the last podcast to ever be published in the history of the United States as it is now. I fucking doubt it. I think all the conspiracy theorists are crazy. Just as Jason thinks that the Myers-Briggs test is insanity and it's all bullshit. And that's okay. Because we all have our differing views. And whether you wear a mask in public or not, maybe that doesn't matter in the grand scheme. But what I really think is... I'm going to drop a big one now. We are living, not in the Gene Roddenberry perfect world of Star Trek. We are currently living in the Mirror Universe, where Spock has the goatee, where the Terrans, meaning the Earthlings, are fighting for their survival. And actually, everyone is pretty much evil, we're never going to have a utopia, and we're all fucked. Good night, and good luck.
0: Oh, my internet went out. Is Trump gone? I heard they were going to, like, you know, to do a thing and take everyone's internet out yeah. in my back jeff are you gone now we got jeff are you gone now so here's a question does
1: ice cream make you gay well i can't prove that ice cream doesn't doesn't make you gay
0: but you, you out at the frosty boy a lot
1: <laughs> yeah with my future ex-wife
0: no you did it before then
1: and also your future current wife
0: my past, future, yeah. current wife?
1: Yeah, that's the one.
0: We're well, both Russia, back. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, Russian ice cream makers have been accused of promoting homosexuality after using a rainbow on its packaging.
1: Oh my gosh, we have more stories? Okay, good, good.
0: Just just one, just one.
1: The head of Russia's official union of women said the image amounted to propaganda for the gay and lesbian relations in a video conference with President Vladimir Putin.
0: Uh, this Mrs. Lakova added could potentially make Russian children more accepting of the rainbow flag used in the LGBTQ community.
1: Ms. Lakova said, I don't like the rainbow just as I don't like this swastika.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Because really? Rainbows are very similar. Oh my God. In, re- in response, president Vladimir Putin <laughs> said, if there is reason to believe that this is propaganda for values that are not traditional to us, then it must be managed by society, but not aggressively. Oh, okay. He
1: added that he had no objection to homosexuality, only to its propaganda.
0: <laughs> Putin also criticized the US Embassy in Moscow for displaying the rainbow flag recently, saying that it was a sim that the symbol said something about those who work here. They're little, you know, whoo. I added that last time. It's
1: like, it's like uh, if you fly a rainbow flag in front of your embassy, you're a bunch of faggots. Is that what he was saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I object to you using that word, but yes, that is what he was saying. Uh, conservative activists placed a similar rainbow flag on the pavement outside the embassy so people could wipe their feet on it, you know. Oh,
1: homosexuality was decriminalized in Russia in 1993, but those deemed to be promoting... Homosexual behavior among minors, miners face fines of up to 500,000 rubles, uh, also known as wing-wangs, or um, $7,000.
0: Look, they're in those mines getting coal and things for all of us. If that's what they want, they should be able to have it. So you, this law about not promoting it among miners is ridiculous. They're, it is they're ridiculous. Dig- they're digging deep in the earth, and we should let them have their thing. Incidentally, the ice cream maker said that the rainbow on its back had nothing to do with LBGT rights. We believe that the rainbow is sunlight after the rain, not LGBT flag, said Armin (laughs) Binyaminov, a (laughs) vice president for the company. Nice. So, so
1: so nothing reminds me of sucking a dick. Like slobbering down an ice cream cone when it's really really hot yeah. inside because that thing like, is like melting. On a, nice,
0: on a nice drumstick.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're licking it. Like, oh no, there's stuff coming out of this side now. Et
0: cetera. <laughs> well, I mean, that is how how it is, right? Apparently. Apparently. Uh, well. So there you go. Russians don't like ice cream because it makes you gay, and they want to outlaw rainbows.
1: Good. I've eaten ice cream my whole life, and I I like men, so.
0: I've eaten ice cream my whole life, and I don't, so I guess the jury's out on this one.
1: I'm so glad the internet came back up, and we could discuss that as true adult heterosexual gentlemen. Right?
0: But, I mean.
1: (laughs) You were like, but. half, Half right?